Thanks for hanging in there. Yeah, it's Sunday. That means it's Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. We're glad you are still here. Very excited. Right now, I'm introducing Alicia Cook, who's the CEO of Big Brothers and Big Brothers. Alicia, welcome in to Mile High Magazine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Oh, I got to flip that over, huh? You got to flip it a little bit there. I'm doing great this cold morning in Colorado. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine. Just trying to stay a little warm. I guess winter finally arrived after all that mild stuff we had around the holidays. Now it is winter for sure. So let's. it is. So let's just talk about you. How long and how did you get involved with Big Brothers and Big Sisters? I got it right that time, right? Yep, you got it right. Thank you so much, and thank you for this opportunity. I have been at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado since March the 23rd of 2021. I can't believe it's coming up on a year. It's very exciting. I don't know if you all know this, but we've been around for um, over 100 years. In fact, next year will be 105 years, and I am the first CEO of color, which means a lot because about 80% of the youth we serve identify as a person of color. Congratulations. That's wonderful. That is, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened before. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of uh, the uh, bigger agencies uh, didn't necessarily have CEOs that look like me, despite our um market that we serve the young people we serve but that's okay we're making change now and it is awesome well congratulations to that now you mentioned here uh alicia that it's big brothers big sisters of colorado is it only in colorado is it a national item you mentioned you were talking to people countrywide so i imagine you're everywhere we are everywhere in fact we have about 247 affiliates across the nation Colorado happens to be what we call a large agency alliance based on the number of kids we serve, our annual budget, how long we've been around. But there's almost nowhere in this country you can go and not hear of, know of, or have access to a Big Brothers Big Sisters. And that's why I am so proud to work on this effort. So many kids are in need of mentors. And, and let's talk about what they do there at Big Brothers and Big Centers, uh, Sisters. You mentioned mentors. What are you doing? What are you doing to help these children? Well, we do a number of things, but everything kind of comes to being a mentor. And our mission statement is to ignite the power and potential of youth through one-on-one community-based mentoring, meaning that we believe that every child has unique potential and power and promise in them already. But studies show that also every child needs at least one adult in their lives who is not in their family, who is crazy about them, investing in them, and helping them to navigate, you know, life, especially as a teenager or even growing up. We're living in some hard times right now. So we work with the community, and we match volunteers with littles, and families who were typically, um, I'd say about 70% of the youth we serve come from single parent homes and their uh, parents want them to have that additional influence support. We serve the youth, but we serve the whole family through this. And um, we have, we have been around, like I said, um, for over a hundred years. And in our time, we have probably matched over a hundred youth. Really? 
That's ph- that's phenomenal. Over a hundred thousand? Did I say a hundred? Yeah, oh, you, gosh. Yeah, you did. But I was just going to ask you: Did you mean a hundred thousand? A hundred thousand. I'm so sorry here. Well, that's okay. That's okay. A hundred thousand is a lot. And when they when they match up with these mentors, what do they do with the mentor? Do they go to baseball games? Do they talk about life? Or what? What is it? Well, we do all sorts of things, kind of depending upon the age of the youth, but. Um, First of all, I think a lot of people think being a one-on-one mentor is hard. You have to spend a lot of money. You don't have very much in common with the young person and all of that. But we make it so easy for you, and it's not that hard to care. So once you're matched, and we have a very stringent stringent process for that because child safety is number one in everything that we do, and we also want to make sure that the youth is matched with someone who um, helps them to reach their goals and the same, have some of the same interests and all of that. But once they're matched, if you're in our community-based program, you meet at least twice a month, four to six hours. Anybody can do that, four to six hours. And you do. You um, you go out to eat. You uh, We have some where um, there, there are young kids who maybe want to get more healthy, so you work out with them. Uh, you take them to spectator sports or spectator events, which we get a lot of donations for the community for events. We take them skiing, fishing. We do all of that. That's just that's our community-based program. We also have a sports buddies program that started in Colorado 20 years ago and oh. now has spread across the nation to attract more men to mentoring, where we uh, plan all of these site-based events. And then the, the big and the little, we call them, they come together at the event. We have some kickoff conversation and fun, and we do an activity together. Then after that, they have their one-on-one time together. And finally, we have a school-based program where we're focused on college and career readiness. We teach a curriculum around workforce development, college readiness, and then our mentors meet one-on-one with the youth to help them um, pursue their goals and kind of understand what is their post-secondary plan. Wow, that's fantastic. You kind of cover all the bases there, don't you? We, we cover it all. Well, that's needed this this day and age. As you said earlier, earlier, maybe even more this day and age with COVID. And how has COVID affected all the good things you're doing over there at the Big Brothers and Big Sisters? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, um, it's affected us like everyone else. As you know, we work with some of the most marginalized youth um, in our country, some of them facing the most challenges around um, economic stability, around being black and brown in America and all of that. So when COVID first hit, and not just for our agency, and we all were stay at home, many youth lost their kind of um, external support, their wraparound support of investment in that child. And and so uh, the Children's Hospital has declared a state of emergency on our youth in Colorado, social, emotional being, well-being. So um, initially we were doing everything on Zoom, and then the parents just kept saying, my child needs to be with their big. They need that support. So very early on, we started doing a lot of events outside, masked up, all of that, never had an outbreak. And we did about 130 um, in-person events 
out, outdoors with our youth, and parents said it meant the world to get their kids out of the house, to get them away from the computer, to give them a break, to let them have that time invested in them. And heaven forbid they weren't in the healthiest ho- uh, um, household. It was such an outlet for them. So um, COVID has affected us in a lot of ways. Our case management um, has gone up in terms of helping the youth work through some of the challenges, but not just the youth. The parents are going through things. Sure. Our mentors, our bigs are going sure. through things. You and I are going through specific things related to COVID. So it's been a hard journey, but I really feel like our programs have been a refuge for these families and the youth. Well, it's Alicia Cook, CEO, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, new on the job, almost there a year. Uh, let's talk about age. What, how soon can you get involved or get your children involved with what you're doing? We start enrolling at about eight years old. And um, and so there's a, a matching process, an enrollment process. Because we are a well-known, our name is known, I think we're branded well. I'm not sure we are known as well as we should be in the communities that need us most. But we start enrolling at eight and we serve youth up until 18, 19. But we are looking at a program called Big Futures where we want to go a little bit beyond that because we do know that 18 to 24 year year age, they are really struggling post-COVID. And all of that. So, well, not post COVID. I don't know why I said that. That's why we're all working from home. Well, that's right. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we started eight. That was your original question. That's when we started registering. And one of the things I'm most proud of, um, the industry average for a mentor match is just about a year. Our average for match length for our one-on-one mentoring programs is 2.9 years and beyond. And that's incredible. In fact, a lot of our Bigs, a lot of our board members, a lot of our staff, a lot of our donors, they either were a big or a little when they were growing up, and now they're paying it forward by mentoring or donating, which is such a beautiful thing. And many of them have lifelong relationships with their littles. Well, that's fantastic. And what's the requirement to be a mentor? What are you looking for? Well, um, anybody who cares, anybody who, you know, um, can pass the background checks and all of that. But um, but probably right now our biggest need, as I told you, uh, the largest community we serve is black and brown and from single-family homes. And it doesn't mean if you are not black or brown, you cannot be a great mentor. In fact, I feel like there's beauty in learning on both sides when you bring two people together from different cultures, from different backgrounds. However, we know that many youth, especially in Colorado and their families, are looking for additional support and mentors and someone who looks like them or has some of the same experiences or from the same community. So our particular need is for males or people of color as mentors, as male, female, non-binary, and um, people, or people who have some sort of cross-sectionality or, or bilingual or something that tell these kids, that let these kids see themselves in that person. So that's our big need right now. However, that does not mean if you don't fit that need, you can't apply because we have so many families who said, I don't care what color Billy was. Billy helped 
saved my child's life and not in a savior kind of way. And we are grateful for him. So um, anyone can be a mentor, but we have a specific need right now for that demographic that I just explained. So how does it begin? How does it begin for a family that wants to get their child involved with the good things you're doing? How does it involve uh, a mentor? Are they, I'm interested. What do I do next? And what if we want to donate money to help? What do we do? That is awesome. Thank you so much. Well, for the adult, you just give us a call. You email us. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Our website is www.biglittlecolorado.org. I'm probably saying, telling my age by saying www. Everybody says I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. Biglittlecolorado.org. Go on, fill out an interest form. You can call our office to get involved. And then there is a, a enrollment process that we have. But we have lots of things going on where or lots of trainings or we, we host lunch and learn so you can come and learn more. And kind of depending upon, you know, how a third of you are, enrollment could take two to four months because there are some, some good steps because, again, we want to make sure we keep our our family safe. It's the same for um, for the youth side. You can talk to your school. You can talk to your teacher. You can talk to anyone. Or you could just reach out to us by phone, by website, or LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We do it all. Oh, boy, you are. We do it all. And yes. So, yes, we would love, love, love for people to reach out to us. We are ready because what we have seen during COVID, too, is that our um, inquiries from families, especially for youth, youth ages 13 to 17. Um, Denver has seen its highest um, increase in violent crime since the early 19, early right. ni- early 1990s, 90s. I'm getting old here. <laughs> and so we've seen more increase from the inquiry side on the family and not as much inquiry on the big side and the mentor side. And I believe that's because we already are dealing with so much as adults with COVID. We, we feel like we can't put one more thing on our plate. But I'm telling you, this is not a big ask. And it will fulfill your soul like never before. Amen to that, Alicia. Amen to that. One more time before I let you go, give me the website so they can reach out. Okay. It's biglittlecolorado.org. You can go there to inquire about being a big, being a little, make a donation, or even serving on our board. That's all great. Alicia Cook, CEO, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, right here in Colorado. Congratulations on all you're doing. Please keep up the good work. Don't stop. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of us. You're more than welcome. And you guys, thank you for listening. It's Mile High Magazine. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.